Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's like I went. It's like yeah, I went embarrassingly too hard for red jumpsuit apparatus. You did. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, as you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 34? 34 already? 34, dude. I'm Mike, he's Mike, and we got a special guest. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, because you've done you done, you done a lot for this a lot for this show, man. What's up, guys? <laughs> um, my name's Raul. You guys call me Raul, but it's okay. I know, I, I realized <laughs> you know it the other night, you know, I was like, oh shit, like, we've been saying this wrong. Yeah. We've definitely been saying this wrong. You know what, I don't correct people anymore. So like, everybody at work, like, they were calling me Raul at first, mm. and I just went with it, and then they're like, so what do you like, like, what do you go by? And I'm like, um, like my name. Well, I'm gonna Raul. be honest with you, bro, like, I go by Raul, <laughs> and they can't pronounce it, so I have to like, tell them like, um, we'll say Paul, and then change it to Raul. And, so what was the this sounds cheesy as fuck but like what's the origin of that like how did it become how is it Raul yeah my dad so me and my dad have the same name and um he's Raul as well like his parents call him Raul so okay okay yeah yeah so we've been we've been short origin for 30 30 something episodes at this point but um you actually came out like we we've got mutual friends we've got homies Ty has been around and then now we've been kind of going through the name uh, dropped (laughs) Every episode. Every episode. <laughs> Ty is a half problem, half legend around these parts. You know what I mean? Um, but we've been kind of going through like the little hardcore uh, timeline over here, a little hardcore history. And there's there's a lot of like more mutual connections than we ever yeah, expected there for there to it, be. It's random. <laughs> it's funny. Like it, we have all these connections, but like, <clears throat> so how did you guys meet? Oh, we met through Ty. Like, yeah, yeah. like all these bands that we know, like or guys that are in bands that we know through like similar friends and stuff. And it's a connection through Ty who's, I mean, who works at Budweiser? <laughs> <laughs> I bet 
we don't we obviously let's not do this now, but I'm sure if we like were to sit down and be like naming the shows that we either were playing or we just happened to be at, like yeah. this cross we've had a um, crossover. Nitty gritty fest? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was working that show actually. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was that was so that for me that show will ever be will forever mean a lot to me because so for anyone who doesn't know, we're from the Inland Empire. And at the time, no bragging rights, rarely got to play the IE. Like, I, I think I was there. I was there. Yeah. I was there. Shit. Yeah. And, oh, um, shit. And so, like, for us, it's one of those things where we were, like, we were, like, so excited. And, but then, like, it kind of, there's, like, that one moment where we're, like, yeah. what if the IE doesn't care about us anymore? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because we've been gone so long. We don't play. We rarely got to play, like, anywhere yeah. close. It wasn't Riverside, but it was close enough, you know, Rancho. So we're, like... We were like nervous, and then that show went off. That show was nuts. There was like literally every band was there. Every band played. You you know, uh, I will always remember that show because I got uh, into the biggest fight with my girlfriend at the time because of (laughs) somebody else's girlfriend in said group. We won't name names here, but I think we all know who we're talking about. Uh, One of the members of NBR's girlfriends. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I just... In my mind, I'm like... It wasn't you. Definitely wasn't you. Um, And I remember just like like Martin had, you know, was like, "Hey, you know, we're doing this. I'll put you on the guest list." I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, And he's like, "I don't know if I can swing you a plus one or not." Um, And then I was like halfway there when he was like, "Oh, I can." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm just came by myself. I'm already you know." So I I went and like I um, was working the merch table. Right. And I was sitting there and like I said, what's up to Shay? Shay came by. I was like, yeah. hey, what's up? You know, like Shay today. No. Oh, okay. no. Um, and uh, and then that spun into text messages being said, Mike's over here flirting with girls because you're not around. Oh, blah, my blah. I'm gosh, like, dude, you don't whatever. even fucking know yeah. my girlfriend. Like you went out of your way to find her and find her page and message her. Oh just to God. cause drama. And then oh. it was just like this whole. I was like, yeah. And then, just, and then it's like you don't even know who Shay is like. Yeah, and how like we've known her for yeah, that's so stupid. So it was yeah. I I just remember being so like I remember watching everybody play, but just being like my phone being blown up with like <laughs> these like fucking asshole message. I'm like, I'm literally what? Look, I'm watching my friends play. There's nobody around me. What the fuck are you talking about? So, <clears throat> damn, that's crazy. That was a while back. That was a, that was a good show, dude. That that's like yeah. Count, do counterparts play that? Yeah, I think Sleeping yeah. Giant played that. Giant, yeah, Body Now. That was the first time. Yeah. I think yeah. your guns. I think too. Was that Six Your Guns? Did they play that? I don't. Do, I don't know if it was that one. one. I just remember that being the first time I saw counterparts live, and I was like, "Fuck, like, oh, this is so good." <laughs> yeah. Being as an ocean played. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a bunch of bands that played. Wait, so you were working that show? Yeah, like the security and stuff. Security no shit. Because I'm like the toughest <laughs> guy in the world, apparently. <laughs> like, we need a big guy to stand on yeah. the door. You good? I know, right? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't like fights, bro. <laughs> I don't. Either. That's why I try to walk away the other. Well, day. let's talk about this. Uh, so we um, <laughs> we were at emo night the other night. You know, for those of you who don't know or don't re- don't remember from last episode, we did uh, we did a little guest DJ spot at um, <clears throat> emo night Pomona. It was the five year anniversary of emo mm-hmm. night Pomona, and the fucked up thing is we were competing with emo night LA Dude. at the Glass House. Yeah. And we didn't know. I got there and they're like, yeah, Emo Night LA's over there. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I, I was like, 
kind of like, okay, it's not going to be that rowdy. And it got, oh. it got pretty rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. There's, there's a lot of, uh, there were a lot of video cause I was like, oh, okay, sick. Here's Mike with his wine glass. <laughs> um, his raccoon shirt. Yeah. But so like there was, so the problem with like, with emo night at like DBA, right? It's free. And you know, just people walk in people, random people walking off the street. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that just don't know what this world is or like yeah. what, you yeah. know, what these shows are like. So there was a kid, uh, there was a dude there jumping around, like kind of like, kind of jump, like push moshing, yeah. you know, whatever, nothing too aggressive. And this dude, I guess like defending his girlfriend or something like that, yeah. who must've gotten pushed or shoved, like first like shoves the guy and the guy doesn't notice. He's yeah. just thinking, oh, we're in a pit. Yeah. And then he like, he comes back in, the dude just like socks him in the back of the head. So we're on stage and then I see, <clears throat> I see you kind of yeah. like go after the dude and like tell him to calm down or whatever. And then his chick gets in your she face. She tries to like swing <laughs> on me. Yeah. And I, first of all, I tell him, dude, it's an emo show. Like, are you really trying to fight it? Yeah. Emo show? Like, yeah. Not an emo <laughs> DJ set. And <clears throat> so, I mean, I just see him like get, I see him like hit the guy. So I just like kind of push him out of the way and push him back. Say, hey, dude, like, it's not like, this isn't the place for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. As I'm doing that, like his girlfriend thinks I'm gonna try to fight him or something. Yeah. So like she starts like saying like, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" I'm like, "I don't know, dude. Like you tell me what's going on." <laughs> and um, so long story short, I go like I go, I stop him, and then um, she starts like punching me and pushing me. So Jesse comes. You guys are like looking at me like, "What the hell's yeah, going yeah, on?" We were like, "You could we, t- you could tell like the music's still playing, but both me and Mike are just." <laughs> And like, <laughs> so I, okay so i see like jesse like jumping on stage and like singing and then i see his face go from like a smile to like so quick and i'm like oh dude no and he starts walking towards me i'm like dude we're good we're good yeah and he's like, are you sure i'm like yeah dude it's, it's not a big deal well what what like kind of like made me stop was that afterwards you went back to the bar you told me that yeah and then i see like the dude talking to his friend and pointing at you and then they both follow you so i'm mm. like standing up on that little amp that i was on and i was just watching and I was kind of like, okay, if anything happens, I'm jumping off this thing. Yeah, like, we're, and we're rolling too deep in that place for anything oh, yeah. to happen. And then you come back with beers, like looking all happy. Right. I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Let's keep going. Dude, did you guys hear what happened to Roll? No, what? Dude, he got jumped at emo night. Dude, oh, dude there's no living that down. <laughs> I would never live that down. I, I think what, what would have made it even better is I had, now, I had hit up Mike a little bit before, and I was like, dude, do you want to like go all out and just get like toms and skinny jeans and real deep V-necks? And he's like, I can't do, I can't do the deep V. I was like, oh, all right, fine. And then he shows up with outfits for us anyways. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> but yeah, just imagine like we got into a fight and we're wearing toms and like the tightest jeans. I know, man. Seriously. Well, that's what, I mean, yeah. It's just fights in general shows are just always funny to me anyway. Yeah. But if you think about back then, like, like the scene kid fights. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then Adrian's like, I got, I didn't go to the hardcore shows. I want to stay away from all that stuff. And here you guys are. Right. And we're like, come on, man. Sorry. Uh-huh. It was, it was, it was good though. It ended up being fun. Uh, it was, it ended up being really fun, man. I was, I, I was a little worried because when we were putting together the playlist, we were like, let's go for the sing along bangers mm-hmm. that like maybe aren't necessarily a thousand percent our cup of tea, but we know them and yeah. you know, we're going to sing along. And then we were like, but we got to, Mike like, was like, it's the guilty pleasure set. Yeah. We got to throw the, that one, you know, uh, that one street cred song in there. So we threw F- AFI in there, <laughs> uh, but the rest of it was legit, yeah, like guilty okay. pleasure. Guilty like, pleasure for sure. did we open with simple plan addicted? Dude, that was like the perfect <laughs> song to open to, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, took me back, man. And then like we played that little intro, we played our show intro, but we kind of changed it for, yeah. uh, for emo night. And 
I like, you know, I had a moment where I couldn't tell if people were booing or if they were saying woo. So I just, you know, powered through. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go. No, I think, I think all, you know, all 10 of our listeners were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. were like, oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> In on the joke. But yeah, that was, that was fun, man. And that, so like, that was your first show and you said like two yeah, years. I, I haven't been at a show like since, geez, uh, like two or three years, probably like pre-pandemic. Damn. Have you been to like concerts and stuff like that? I mean, I've been to like, like some concerts, but not like seats, nothing where I can like, like mosh or anything yeah. like that. Like I don't, I, if I mosh now, like I don't even know what would happen <laughs> to my body, dude. Like, oh, I, I was jumping for emo night and I felt sore the next day and I'm like, dude, this is sad. Like I'm either out of shape or old or both. It's both. Dude, because I had that stupid wine glass in one hand, apparently squeezing the microphone in the other, and just in one hand, this was my, my right arm was sore the next day. Oh Such a, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good night, though. Yeah, it was fun, man. <clears throat> um, so before we, before we jump in, I know producer, producer Mike over here has got some stuff planned for us today, but yes. do you want to jump into our uh, mental health check? Yeah, let's do our mental health check first, and then we'll do our... It's like literally gonna be like a ten second <laughs> little 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 segment. But um, yeah. So for any new listeners, our mental health check is basically we just talk about uh, how we've been mentally this week, and if there's anything attributing to that, you know, uh, either you know what kind of coping things are we doing, or what do we find ourselves doing, or what are we not doing that you know ad- is adding to whatever mental strain we have that week this week or last week i guess yeah um mike do you want to start us off tonight yeah man um i am i'm good i'm just you know it's hard to find electricians out here uh um but i you know other than that everything's been pretty much on track um work's been a little interesting i had to uh work got to see a little side of me that they haven't seen yet because um long story short some shit went down <clears throat> where they're like talk, we're talking about policies and the way things are and the way things should be and things like that mm-hmm. and then finally like i like i'm generally pretty quiet i sit back and just like listen and there was some shit that like i hate to use this term but that like triggered me that i was like all right hold on and so i like i step in <laughs> and i'm like like in the most professional language possible being like, nah, this is bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? And they were like, oh. And then like I get an email off on the side saying like, oh, well, it was presented as this. And I go, that's not what it was, right? And we're, I'm breaking down everything how it was. And then there, it's just like this big back and forth. And like, you could tell like people are upset, people, but I'm just like, no, dude, like I'm, this is what happened. I'm standing my ground. Yeah. This is, you know, what what it is. And anything otherwise that you're hearing is not, the case and you can ask anybody else that was in the room right. and then that led to like oh okay never like never mind type shit right <laughs> like and i don't want to go too in depth into it because it's like all company policies stuff right. like that but it's like it gets to a point where like you when you're dealing with people especially when you're dealing with people like that are in a higher position than right. you you're like don't twist what i'm telling you for your benefit yeah. Right? Yeah. don't twist what i'm telling you so it makes your case look better with your bosses yeah. right like because that's not what happened um and i'm like very generally like i pick and choose my battles but this was one where they were like oh okay i, I see and i'm like i'm very eloquent in telling people to fuck off sometimes <laughs> so uh you know that that was like a little mini 
win, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to backfire me at some point in time, but we'll see. <clears throat> but other than that, man, um, yeah, Emo Night was fun. Uh, we got a mix today from Kelly for the Torture Culture record, and I'm stoked. Yeah. That sounds, I sent it to you. Yeah, for it, for it being I'll a, you a little bit later. Heck yeah. For it being like a hey, I just dialed in tones. We're like, fuck, this is better than yeah. like, <laughs> put it out. Yeah. Okay, man. <clears throat> About you, man. Where are you at? Where am I at, man? It's been a long like month and a half. So um, like you guys know, but um, so my nephew passed away in um in June, uh, June 13, un uh, unexpectedly. Mm. So um, like he was only seven years old. So I mean, something like that. Like, I feel like. If your parents passed away or somebody that you knew passed away and they like, they were sick and you kind of knew it was coming, mm -hmm. um, it's a little easier to deal with. Yeah. But when it's like a sudden loss, um, you know, it definitely takes a toll on you. So um, it's been a hard month, man. But, um, you know, the family's been like just like rallying together. Um, so I work for Liquid Death, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. um, the company's been like amazing. They gave me like time off that I needed so like I took like a week off at first mm. <clears throat> and they were like dude like take as much as you need you know like it's we get we get it you know yeah. we get it so um they like donated a bunch like a decent amount of money to like my family for like the burial and yeah. stuff yeah um, liquid death yeah they did yeah and then dude, that's um, and then that's they um they sent like flowers to my sister and then they were offering to pay so we had like a thing called like a mill train mm -hmm. so basically like you sign up for like um taking like the person like um like comfort mills and stuff mm -hmm. yeah so um and they were like, well, like, let's pay for food. Let's do this. We're like, dude, it's covered. Don't worry. Like, you guys have done enough. Like, they, they really took care of me. So, like, um, and I've been, like, been, I've been getting, like, emails and texts from everybody, like, asking where I am. And, um, you know, it's been a really hard month. But, you know, like, the family's really, like, rallied around and stuff. And um, so, like, the day before my nephew passed, he, um, he was swimming at my sister's house, um, uh, which is his godmother. Mm. And, um, like, uh, I guess it was, like, a really good day. And I was kind of bummed out that I missed it. Like, yeah. I wasn't invited and I'm always invited to like all that stuff. You're like, what like, the fuck? I don't do what the fuck. Like all of a sudden you guys are swimming and I'm yeah. out there and it's like fucking hundred degrees. Um, but yeah, so they like, they swam. My sister had a GoPro and um, she was recording everything. And like, he had like the greatest day. Like you yeah. could just tell he had so much fun. So um, my nephew, my nephew has, um, or he had cerebral palsy. Mm. So um, we think that that was part of what happened. So like, we think he may have rolled over and it might've caused him to like, um, like stop breathing. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, so just seeing him like having a really good day the day before, um, it was pretty awesome to see that. So, and you were really close with him, right? Like, oh yeah, he, like your... so like I mean, he, I've, me and my sister lived together for a bit, um, so he was always like around, mm -hmm. um, like that was my dude, man. Yeah. So it was pretty tough. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so we had the funeral finally after like a month or so um, last Monday. So it was nice to like just finally get everything taken care of and uh, you know, see all the planning that we did. Um, Obviously, my sister went through a lot for losing her son and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, what we ended up doing was we took care of like all the uh, like the arrangements and all that stuff. Because, I mean, how could you plan on? Yeah. How could you plan that? You know. So, uh, me and my sister took care of it. It was good, man. And we, uh, it was pretty cool to see like everything that we like we planned yeah. and stuff like kind of coming into fruition and stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, dude, his plot is like so sick. It's like, it's like right on like a corner and it's like right underneath the tree. So it's like, it's so sick. So that shade. Yeah, dude, I'm like, out. oh, we went there on, what was it, Saturday or Sunday? And we just like hung out with like my family. And yeah. So yeah, man, it was nice. And went back to work finally. And uh, man, it's been been a busy week. The brand's taking off, it's doing great. Um, but you know what? It was nice to have like a really good like break from like reality and just yeah. like be home and family. Um, 
you know, like lament and just feel like just let everything out that you need to. Yeah. Like, dude, like for the first week, I was like crying for every little thing. Dude, I was like, uh, like I'm watching like Disney Plus, and like yeah. mm-hmm. my nephew loved Moana, and like I would see it, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like start just bawling, dude. And um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's it was a really good week this week, and um, I think that was like that set the tone for it. You know, just mm-hmm. finally letting my nephew go, and um, you know, laying him a rest, and um, yeah, man, it was a busy week at work. Finally being back, uh, emo night was great. Yeah, dude, it was, even though some guy tried to fight me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, now's not the time, like, I know, for real, dude. I was like, yeah, time, bro. I, I like when his girl was like, anyways, his girl was trying to hit me, and I just looked at him like, I'm like, bro, cool. Like, yeah. really, bro, dude, come on. And not to, like, change the subject, she ended up behind me on stage at some point, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just, like, kick her off, but yeah. I was like, uh, let me just, you know. But I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, it was good. It was good to you. Um, like recharge my battery, I guess you could say, you know, just to take that time off. And, and this just to kind of, uh, go, go off of, you know, how you're doing better now. Yeah. What did you find some things where you mentioned like just being able to be with family is also a good, like way to just recharge. And, but, uh, is there anything that you kind of found yourself kind of doing during that time to kind of, you know, either get you to feel, uh, either like a pick me up or something to help you relax. Yeah, definitely. Um, well in his case, so, I guess thinking about like life after death or like what mm-hmm. happens when we die mm-hmm. and like thinking the best case scenario. So, um, like, um, you know, people say like when you go to heaven, like you're complete. Mm-hmm. So thinking like my nephew never spoke a word, he never walked. So finally feeling like he was actually able to do all that stuff. Um, I think that was pretty cool. Dang. Getting emotional, bro. Does he, um, did your sister have other kids or was yeah, it? Yeah, she has uh, two others, a okay. uh, boy and a girl. So I'm sure that also helps too. Yeah, like definitely. Um, yeah, man, I mean, we were, we were swimming yesterday with the kids and um, I will never go a day without telling them I love them, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Do, do they understand? Are they old enough to understand or is it like? Um, the youngest is three, so she probably, probably won't not. remember some yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'll have pictures, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, the other, his little brother is five. Um, he kind of understands what's going on and you can see a little bit of like um, yeah. uh, mood changes in him and mm-hmm. a little like, I mean. Like it'll like, hit every Yeah, day. like, I mean, the day that it happened, he took like a random nap in the middle of the day and he never naps. So like, yeah. um, yeah, so there's something going on with him, but mm-hmm. you could definitely see it. He's he's having some sort of like emotional like, yeah, you know, uh, feel towards it. And um, but yeah, my sister's she's doing a little better. You know, we've been checking up on her, and making sure she's good. And um, yeah, man, family, yeah. yeah, family's too important not to uh, not to rely on times like this. Yeah, I, I I couldn't imagine like, you know, it's the idea of losing a child. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your child. Um, yeah, you know, like that's that's tough, man. Yeah, like that's, that's you, you don't just there's no you don't plan for that. Yeah, there's no planning for that. There's no pre- no preparing for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know that, and there's always that saying like, your your child should never go before you type thing. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you hear um, that. <clears throat> and it's yeah, man. That's it's heavy and it's a lot to take on. You know, especially I I feel like I feel like you're stronger than me in a way because I feel like I'd still be like a wreck right now. Dude, it's been so hard to like <laughs> not show emotion, but you know what, like. Being with family was great. Taking the time off from work and just like, I was just like doing stuff, like just going yeah, out and like staying busy. Um, yeah, just staying busy and being with family, being with friends, um, all that stuff, man. It's been good. It's been a good. Um, it's been good to use like that as like a me- like a coping mechanism mm-hmm. for you know yeah. what we're going through and stuff. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, going through photos and stuff and just seeing like how happy, like every photo we had of him, he's like smiling and like laughing. And I'm like, this dude, this kid was like, (laughs) he got his way with everything. So, so like we'd be at my mom's, right. And he'd be watching like, or she'd be watching like the news or like one of her like lifetime shows. Cause she's like 60 something years old and she loves lifetime. Um, so he'd be like on the couch and he'd start crying because he didn't want to watch it. Yeah. So he'd cry and cry and cry. He'd close his eyes and then we're like, okay, he obviously wants to watch like Moana. Right. So we put it on and then he'll do this thing where his eyes are closed and he'll kind of like open it to see what we're doing. And he's like, oh, okay, they have it on. And he kind of smirked. So he, he knew what he was doing, man. Like that, that kid was, that kid was smart. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, you know, Mike just recently watched Moana as a whole here actually. Cause, uh, <laughs> what'd you think? really good it's so good and coco yeah so we like we normally like we'll do the podcast and then we'll like eat dinner and stuff like that yeah. and uh you know with with elliot being here he's like got the tv on it's always mm-hmm. like some something like Encanto or whatever and then mike's like it's crazy to see these movies like start to finish because with his nieces they just fast forward to the parts that they like <laughs> yeah or they'll like replay He's like, I never knew this movie was about this. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I, 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 it makes me happy to hear that, like, you guys still, you know, you guys went swimming yesterday and stuff. Because, you know, a lot of times when stuff like this happens, it, it's really hard to move on. And, but, you know, doing things like something like swimming, yeah. like everyone having, that's like you're honoring, you're honoring that person because yeah. you guys are living, you know, you guys are having, yeah. you guys continue on living your life for them. And uh, it's cool when you can, continue to build those memories and they're still like they're i feel like they're still there yeah my 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 biggest loss was my grandmother and it's been it's been uh it's been fun but over time you know like you have those memories that i feel like are sad when you think about them at least for me the first couple you know uh, it took me a while but it was hard there's certain memories that were just hard yeah and then now when i look back at those hard memories they they, they're like they make me happy i use those now i use those as like my motivation, yeah. my funk, I, yeah. I, those those <clears throat> memories that used to like break me, are like now like yeah. what I used to like like they they bring me happiness because it's yeah, like such cool moments. Yeah, it's the same thing with my grandmother. Um, I don't know if I told the story just to you or to, like on the podcast of how she had like dementia and then she'd have moments where she'd like click. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Her. But there's still a stretch like right there, um, passing through San Dimas. Like I think it's where the two ten branches off, mm. um, but you can just keep going through San Dimas like where those palm trees like. Every time I drive through there, I get a little like a little emotional because yeah. I'm like, fuck, this is where like this was the last real conversation that we had because like we were driving through there and the palm trees triggered her to like come back to reality. And then she just had this like 20 minutes of like the most cognizant, like, yeah, you know, talking to me about everything. And then she just reverted back like it like from one point to the next. Yeah. But I still remember that stretch. So I'm all, every time I'm there, I'm like, this is. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man. But no, it's been. It's been a good, it's been a good week. I'm definitely in a better place than I was uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I remember talking to you cause we, we were going to get you on earlier. Yeah. Um, and then I think like we had offered you the week or that Monday that the funeral was yeah. and you're like, and I was like, are you cool talking about this? Is yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think um, it's really <clears throat> healthy to talk about it, you know, like yeah. just to share like what it is that you're feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I'm not like in a great state, but I'm in a better state, right? You know, so yeah, it's been a, it's it's definitely helped being back at work, uh, being back with family. Um, you know, my girl's been great. She's been, dude, she's been like so strong and like, I mean, because obviously like she's been with me forever, and so she knows them pretty well too. So, um, it was like she lost a nephew. So yeah, 
I mean, for her to like lose him also, but also be like a rock for me when I wasn't like feeling great. Um, that's huge. I mean, even when I'm like getting mad about the dumbest shit, because you know, sometimes when you're, yeah. when you're going through shit, you start getting mad about like the dumbest, I got mad about what the heck did I get mad at? It was like something so stupid and I got mad and she was just like, cool with it. She's like, I get, I, yeah. I get what and then like, you're being a dick right now. And then but. about like 20 minutes later, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see what I did. I see what I did. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah man, she's been great. Um, being with family has been great. So yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you guys for, um, reaching out to you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I, you know, is the, and now is that the GoFundMe, is that still up or is that? I mean, it's still up. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, I don't know how to turn it off. Um, so I mean, people have like donated like a couple bucks here. Yeah. But, um, the funeral has already been uh, been paid for, so the money now we're kind of just putting away for like, um, mostly for like my niece and nephew, like his brother and sister, mm-hmm. just okay. if they ever need anything in the future. So okay, yeah, man, dude, we'll I also plug it. Yeah, man, I appreciate yeah, you we'll, guys. We'll still we'll throw it on with this episode too. Like, cool, man. You know, that's yeah. you. support and, the family any way we can. You know, <clears throat> and as if. As if I didn't like already like, like it, we we can make jokes about how like rad we think like liquid death is and stuff, but like even hearing that now, I'm like, fuck, dude, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> what a cool dude, like, like. So, um, after my first week of like taking off for like his passing, um, the VP like of the company reached out. He's like, hey, just checking in and see how things are going. And I'm like, yeah, dude, um, you know, we're going through this, we're doing this. And then I started talking about work and he's like, dude, like, stop fucking talking. Like, I don't care about work right now. Like, I want to know about like how you're feeling. He's all like, worry about your family and let your work family take care of what's going on out here. So yeah, man, they, they definitely stuck out for me. So that's sick, man. That like, it makes me, it makes me like the company even, <laughs> even more. I know. I'm like, I'm like we're, proud. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, fan, we're already fanboys, yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> but dude, that's, yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, Mike, where, where are you at? Uh, for me, I feel like mentally, I feel like I'm in like a good place. Um, I think I've, I've finally, you know, been, it's like one of those things where I've been able to do a little bit of my own, uh, like listening to, <laughs> to my own advice and just a lot of stuff we talk about, you know, and yeah. I really have tried to like take inventory of like what's pressing, what is important to focus on now, what's not, and what's not like just, I can't, I just don't have that kind of energy I find to, to focus on that kind of stuff. So I think that's been very helpful. Um, you know, I'm trying, I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly, uh, at first it was like, I'm trying to like do things like to be healthier, like exercise. Yeah. Now it's, it's at the point where like, it's not even a choice anymore because we're getting ready for shows. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that's going to hopefully, uh, that tends to, I think that tends to help me a lot when I get back into that groove of, um, cause it's not just, it's not just that I'm exercising and running, but it's like, the singing part of it too, which has always mm. been therapeutic for me. And then going back to, you know, the, it's, it's still, it's, it's weird. It's so hard to, I'm sure people who have done music and left it and come back to it. It's just so weird. Cause these songs are just different now. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like different. Like they, like some of them still hit in a certain ways, but it just, it hits different when I like coming back to these songs after so long, you know? So I'm excited. Cause I feel like that's going to, do a lot for me and I feel like um you know things are going to be changing in the next couple months for me so I'm hoping to just ride this uh this little wave I'm on right now which is, which is good now now we are going to bring up the fact that Burner State was on the radio 
Uh, we are going to mention, um, so I, I feel like what you were referencing kind of, you know, leans more towards the NVR, uh, realm of things because we have some, you know, cool stuff going on on that side of things. But burner state was on the radio and I was giving Ty, once again, Ty gets a shout out on the show (laughs) every episode. Yeah. I was giving Ty shit. I was like, Hey man, fucking radio star over here. (laughs) Radio. He's like, I'm still, I'm still hyped about it. You know? that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it, it's like, it's like fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think the fun part for me is seeing the other dudes in burner state, like get real, real excited yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. Like, cause I'm seeing them like, holy shit. Like we're doing, you know, we're doing something like really fucking cool. And I'm yeah. like, dude, hell yeah. That's and, sick. Yeah. And it's cool. And I'm, I'm, I want them to like, I want them to be happy about this. Like this is, yeah. this is, this is nice. This it's is a win. Cool. It's Definitely. a win. Yeah. Anytime you can get any positive feedback, it could it could have very easily gone it the other way. way, way you, you know, you could have you could have five thousand people who dig it, yeah. but if the first six people just are happy with the guys who don't dig it yeah. are the ones who call in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I was trying to be like voice of reason without like shitting on everything. Yeah. Like I was trying to be like, hey guys, and like, hey, just you know, we like these songs. <laughs> any, yeah. Anytime you put yourself out there like yeah. that, it becomes like a. a a thing yeah and uh and you know it's kind of as it's now even even more so as it's happening and uh i really didn't know what this show was i had no idea i don't listen to the radio at all I so don't either. yeah they, apparently <clears throat> so they took over for oh, was it mark and mark in the morning or what's it, like 95 it's K- a KLOS 95.5 okay um they took over like it's a that show itself the the uh, Heidi and Frank they have a pretty cool story in the sense that they had a segment when they were first starting and then they got fired and then they were like well we want to keep doing it so they did a podcast sick and their podcast like took off and then when I think it's I'm probably fucking I'm sure like people were like how the fuck do you know who that is you liar But uh, I think it was Mark and Mark in the morning, whoever the main guys were, when they were like retiring or, or leaving, they were the ones who were like, you need to bring this show to replace it. Like, this is who you need to bring back. And yeah. so they came back and now they're, they're doing awesome. And you, this is a side note. Like, I've always thought about radio, but I always wonder, like, do I have the ability to like not only talk about things on the fly and stuff like that, but like, would I also be able because like those, those hosts run the board. Yeah. Right. Like they're in the show running the board like hitting the, the fucking sound effects and stuff like that like we haven't even programmed we have a sample pad here that has sound effects we've never used them like, you know, like we use it for the most basic functionality ever so it's like dude, would would you have that ability to just be every single day like we just once a week it. and we're like uh like yeah. Just yeah. on it every single morning like to have like a huge you know even if it's just a regular radio show every single yeah. day like yeah do you have enough content to talk about? Do you have enough? And I'm sure there's producers that say, talk about this, mm-hmm. but you still have to like on the fly. Well, even there's, I don't know if you listened to any <clears throat> of the segments, the segment before was interesting too. I, I honest. Okay. I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't realize what was going on until like after. <laughs> right. Cause I was like, so like, I had so much other yeah. shit going on. And then I like, I was at work and I get on, like I get on and I'm like, what the f- Wait, a radio show, a competition? What's happening? Yeah, and I yeah. see all our friends reposting. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm too late to this. Yeah. You know? Well, dude, that's that's how I felt when like Gerald was explaining it to me. Because yeah. in my mind, dude, I've never liked contests of yeah. any kind. Like I've never never done that. 
I mean, we, we I mean, like everybody would, has done that. Like I'm too, ins- I'm too insecure to actually, uh, I did it once with Mike and diamonds. Mm. Uh, I did the like, like Power 106, who's next type thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Road, were you next? I, I was on there for a little bit. <laughs> I was on there for a while, but then it kind of fizzled out. Anyway. And you didn't tell anyone, did you? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say shit. Was news to me. Like, NBR got to be on, like, uh, I can't remember if it was X13.9 or, or 106.7, but we were on Local Band Spotlight. Yeah. And I remember that was cool, like, to hear yourself on the radio. So, like, it, so... You know, this whole thing was was rad. I thought Gerald did such a good job, our guitar player Gerald. I thought he did such a good job. You know, because normally, and like for MBR, I do all the interviews. Yeah. Like no matter what, I do all the interviews, and then or somebody will do the interview with me. We'll do it together, or we'll mm-hmm. do it as a band. But I handle all that kind of stuff. And so with this, like, it was one of those things where I was like, if I, I'll step in if I need to, but. Gerald was so like because he, he's he was like dude this show about like he I, I, he's a listener he like, yeah, yeah so he knew he, he participates like he's been a caller on the show interesting yeah he's like yeah. <laughs> he's cool. he he was like all nervous because he's like he's like dude what if I get karma because he like he shit on a band basically mm. this is a long time ago oh, like a long no. time ago he had a sh- and so um and so he was like oh what if I get it back you know but um That's like what you got to prepare for with those competitions man those contests yeah but for this I don't know I just felt like. You know, I was just like, you know what? He's, he's, uh, I was like, he can do this. There's, I mean, there's what, how much history of our band <laughs> yeah. is there to share? You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not a whole lot, but I thought he did such a good, such a good job. Um, he handled the introduction, <laughs> introduction so well, like pretty, pretty early in it. They had brought the, uh, they'd brought a, a band that is like previously like won the show or like, or they like, they've gone on to like get signed and all stuff. And so they brought him back as like, like guest host or guest judges basically. Mm. And they're young. Like the yeah. singer is like 17 years old. This what? 17 year old girl. And then her brother is like 20. So they're like super young. And so they bring him on and Gerald just like really quick says something like, like, I don't know. They set up so nicely for him to just be like, he's like, they're old. They are old. We are old enough to be literally uh, be their parents, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, but the way he worded it was so like, it was yeah. perfect. And so I felt like that kind of was like, it kind of set the tone. Like, yeah. Like, oh, they got chill. a good good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it it was cool. It was rad. It was I was uh I was I was I was excited, you know, for the band in general. And then for my guys. My guys were really excited. And uh, you know, it's it's nice to get like validation, you know, especially because it's yeah, like definitely. you know, it's one you know, it's nice to hear from our friends and family. Yeah. Obviously that's that's great <clears throat> to hear and but uh, you know, this is like putting yourself out there way out there way out there dude the first caller is like an older person and he's from texas and he's like hardcore like you know the, uh, you know i really liked it you know because <laughs> yeah. like, as soon as he started talking i was like oh no <laughs> i was like oh no but no we got yeah we got the we got the stays and in uh whenever this drops um if it's before friday you can still vote you can still go on the uh heidi and frank show and then type in stay or go and it'll it should take you to the uh, to the page, and you just vote uh, stay or go, and it'll tell you where we sit um, as far as uh, like percentages. Right now, the last I checked, I think we were like ninety seven, ninety seven percent, which is pretty pretty rad. So, nice. so yeah, that was that was fun. That was cool. Um, I guess the biggest thing that we would like to come out of it. 
and I didn't know this either. There's another thing too. When when like the more journalist was like telling us about it, but like they they were one of the I think they were one of the sponsors for Punk in the Park, Punk Rock in the Park. Oh, okay. So like no effects, all those bands. Yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, dude. Yeah, if you can get if you can get yeah. on to something like that, yeah, that'd be I'd sick. Would love to do that. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know how this like works as far as what votes mean as far as later on because I know there's other bands that have like high percentage votes too. So yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool. It'd be cool to play one of their events, but um, but other than that, it was just really. It was a really cool. It was a really cool experience, and uh, and thankfully we got <laughs> we got a good response. That's awesome. So. You know, when when you started Burner State, we always had the joke like, "What if the what if the little fun side project becomes the big band?" And <laughs> <laughs> this seems like here's a you know here's a good step in the right direction. Uh, we, I mean, like, which Let's just hope that people don't want the ska. <laughs> I mean, we've we've already. I mean, it, it's getting phased out pretty quickly here. Yeah, it was nice. At, like we were really thinking, like we we're gonna have like a lot of ska, like ska punk stuff. Yeah, and like we have like in, like maybe two or three songs, yeah. and it's not even really. That. You guys just start leaning heavier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but, <clears throat> so that was fun. Um, Burner State has a show July twenty fourth in Santa Ana at Stages. That's right. Um, Mixed bag on that one. Yeah. It's like uh, we're jumping on. It's like basically a tour package and then <laughs> locals. But um, it should be a good mix. A lot of some, some heavier bands and then pop punk, indie stuff all over the place. So Nice. Yeah. Stages is fun, man. It's cool, we, yeah. Yeah, we played at Stages for Tough Love. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good set. It was fun times. <laughs> fun times. We have a video that we posted from that on the uh, of No Bragging Rights on the Walking Blind YouTube channel, which I think we won our fight because I haven't heard anything else. Is it back? Is it it's on? It's up there. Okay. Sick. So, you know, thanks, YouTube. <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's jump into this little segment that Mike, Mike has put together for us. So I'm call, I don't even know what to call it. I'm just saying then then versus now. So. I'm gonna just say we're gonna. I'm gonna just say a topic. So it's this is all gonna be because we all come from the hardcore scene. The main theme or topic is hardcore shows. Yeah. Hardcore scene. Yeah. And so, so before we do that, what, what was what was the band that really got you into like? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Like straight up like hardcore music. Back um, man. So it's funny. Like my like background for like hardcore actually came from my sister. Um. So she's um uh, the the mom of my nephew that passed. So she was like, she's three years older than me. So I was a freshman when she was a senior. So she's um, how old? She, so she's 35. Older. I think she just turned 35. Do um, we know your sister? No, maybe. We're probably not. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, she, um, uh, yeah, she would always like go to shows and stuff. And I was like 12 and she was like 15. She was going to like Skateland in Whittier. And um, yeah, she, oh do, you, do you remember Skateland? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm saying so. I, my first show was like 12 years old, going to Skateland, seeing like the metal versus hardcore shows and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, <clears throat> so it was more so like metal that I was into at first. And then um, I think like the first like heavy band I remember like with breakdowns was like Hatebreed. I started listening to. That's fair. And then it went into like Half Heart, and then like the whole Straight Edge movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it just went from there, man. Were you but, Were you Edge? I was. Who wasn't? <laughs> Who wasn't? Also. Yeah. I, I was Edge before I knew what Edge was. Yeah. For a little bit, and then I, once I broke, it was, I was done. But uh, 
It's so funny, like claiming edge when you're like 13. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. For real. But yeah, so like th I think those are the biggest bands that I remember, like just being super influential, like for me, for sure. And then like just going to, like the shows, like the local shows, like throughout like the IE, like LA and stuff. So like I remember like going to see like Terror and then seeing like them play with the Warriors. I'm like, dude, the Warriors are sick, by the way. Dude, Warriors. Actually, <laughs> dude, my. Michael, uh, can, yeah. can you please tell them what your first show was in a hardcore band? Uh, yeah, that that is that is fair. Uh, when I first, because I started like I was playing like metalcore, more bands, metalcore stuff, and then um, when I jumped into Creative Void, a hardcore band, um, our first show was with Terror, Stick to Your Guns, The Warriors. Who else was on that show? Where was this at? Because I was probably there. In, no, it was in San Jose. Okay, it was yeah. There. Um, Fuck, who else was on that show? I don't remember. Somebody else was on that show. And then us. Yeah. We were like just this random oddball. Like a lot of what we used to get when we played in Creative Void was people going like, I've never heard a local band sound good like this. Like, <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> shitty comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I've never heard of a local band sound cool. We're like, cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, but the like the funniest. Mike came up for that show because he saw the lineup. He's like, what the fuck yeah. <laughs> came up. But the funniest part about that show was not like it, you know, we played with who we played with. We did what we did. We played on the floor because we didn't want to be up on the stage. We knew that like, Hey, that this was the start of creative void playing on the floor. Mm -hmm. And Jake <laughs> wore white basketball Jersey, white basketball uh, shorts, angel hat. Uh, angel hat. And there's just like, we're like, no, he was angeled out. Cause like the black, I don't know. Anyway. What hat was he wearing? He's probably wearing like an ace hat, an ace or hat. something from the bay. Yeah, <clears throat> even though he's from here. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and it was just like, all right, this is cool. We're playing a hardcore band, like you know. <laughs> that show was sick. And then now Jake has signed almost all those bands. All those bands. Oh yeah, War then Warriors released through Pyramids too. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I remember we jumped the Warriors van because their van, uh, the battery, went out, and so we were in the rain, jumping their van. <laughs> Because we were like, we, <laughs> Not got, we got your back. Dude, so. yeah, whose idea was it to drive back on the one during Steve. a storm? Uh, it was Steve. And oh, I. so the gosh, problem was Austin and I had to be back at work. The show was either on a, I think it was on a Sunday it night. It was a Sunday night. We had night. to be at work on Monday. Oh, shit. Um, so we drove up and then we let them drive back down. So yeah. I remember waking up and it's a fucking storm. Like it's raining, Dude. it's pouring rain. It looked like Jurassic Park outside yeah. the window, right? Bruce. And I remember waking up in the back of the tuna and I get up and I look out of the van window and there's just a cliff and there's the ocean. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? And oh, Steve's shit. like, took us down the one blood. We're good. <laughs> like, okay. I don't think I, I think I was, I don't know. What I, I didn't sleep at all. Yeah. I was like, you're so nervous. <laughs> dude, that was, I mean, that was fun. That was a good show though. But yes, do Warriors. Yeah. That was a, Warriors, one of those bands where like I love it's the like, same thing, but like in punk in like the the punk rock scene is like Voodoo Glow Skulls. They bring all the like the cholo punk rockers. Yeah, and I didn't know because I didn't know that was a thing. Hey, you're a rocker fool. Yeah, and then you're a rocker fool, huh? And then for uh, and then for the Warriors, it was rad seeing like dudes out there with the like, socks and the, yeah, the, the like slides <laughs> swinging. I uh, there was a uh, I I remember getting a Warriors windbreaker. Um, it was like a like black windbreaker with like silver print on the front and the back, just the Warriors. The foil print was so in back. It was the foil print, yeah. yeah. 
And I rocked that legit through like my almost my entire career with Creative Void. Like that was my show. Like the way yeah. that Mike wears windbreakers for everything, that was like my I would put it over hoodies, everything. That was just like my tough guy jacket. Do you guys remember <clears throat> um like it or not, put out like a foil print hoodie? It was like a Nike logo and it said L I O N on it. And it was like, it was like the sickest hoodie. Yeah. Dude, oh my God. I wish yeah. I had it. That was when I was like a size large. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I was talking about this the other day. I still remember uh, To Die For clothing, buying a size small oh To God. Die For shirt and wearing that for the longest time. Oh, and shit. now a small wouldn't even go over my head. <laughs> like I can't even imagine trying to, to wear that right now. Yeah. I still remember the. The day when I had to start buying larges. It was a hard day for you, huh? The next XL. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <clears throat> so let's, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, so then and now. So I'm going to just say, we're going to just be real lame about it and be like, I'm, I'm going to say that, say what it is, think about it for a couple seconds, and then I'll just count us off. Three, two, one, and we say it. Yeah. Got it. All right, so this is not us. This is just shows in general. Okay. And we're gonna just say then now, so moshing, just moshing at shows. Then, then or now, as in what? As in like, do we think moshing is harder? Like people mosh than harder now. Sorry, oh yeah, sorry. So do moshing people mosh harder, harder now? Then or now? Okay. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Then. Now. Now. now? Really? Now. Uh, only because. Dudes are more likely to fight now instead of like picking each other back up. Mm. Okay. And the crowd okay. killing is a lot worse than you it think was. So? I think so. Yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think so. I think I'm still. I think I'll forever be scarred of the first time I saw like true crowd killing, and that was when I saw Donnie Brook. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. So. I but I think that that but back then I think that was on those. Like when you were dealing with, whereas FSU. right now it could be like a pop punk band, yeah, and people that's will crack. yeah, that's yeah. So now it could just be like like Burner State can be playing, and there's a dude running around like punching people in the face. Like yeah, it's just it's become like a let me see how many fights I can get into versus like yeah, yeah back then we would just fuck everybody up, but then afterwards it was still cool, yeah, right? Like you were just, everybody too. Yeah, <clears throat> good point. I still stand by my then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you were to if you were to mosh at a show, would you mosh harder then or now? All right. Three, two, one. Now. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> I know, really. Yeah. I think oh. and I was thinking I was thinking about this. I think for me, I was always so I was always so nervous and like afraid to hurt someone, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would have I don't think I ever hurt anyone back then. I just didn't wanna uh I didn't I didn't want to hit anybody. Yeah. Now nah, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't like, I'm, I'm old enough that I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you took it, if you took that personal, it's on you. Yeah. Now, will it break my body down way more now? Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's going to fuck. I'm going to feel it for the next two weeks. Will I wash now? No, <laughs> no, I definitely say then. Um, so I remember one time I was at like a show at chain and I guess I hit a dude in the nose and I broke it. And I didn't know that I did it. And yeah. I just kept on moshing. And some guy was like telling me, you need to calm down. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. So it turns out the guy was like laid out and all bleeding and stuff. I think it was during like a sleeping giant show or something. And um, so I go outside 
And the dude's like covered in blood. He's like, hey, bro, can I take a picture with you? And I have the photo dude, and I'll send it to you. So dude. this dude just busted and like, I felt so bad. Dude, send me that's that. Real. I'll literally yeah. put it on the episode. Yeah, I, I felt so bad. <laughs> that's real, dude. Guy. That's but like a different time. Actually, I think that. he follows me like on Instagram now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think his name is Jason. Hell yeah. What's up, yeah. bud? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely then. I feel like, so at, what was it? Face Down Fest 2018 or so. Um, I was moshing first song, first band, and I broke my arm. Oh. And I think after that, Keep I was going? Like, no, dude, I was done. <laughs> I actually went to work the next day and I was like, fuck, dude, my arm hurts. And I thought it was like sprained or something. Um, so I went to go get frozen yogurt <laughs> and, <laughs> and I put my hand like on the, like on the lever and I pulled it down. And when I did that, my arm ended, like I ended up snapping. So like I had to go to the hospital. It was pretty bad, man. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, that's, that's the day that I gave up moshing. <laughs> That's the, that's fair that your answer is what it is then because you probably moshed way more oh, than yeah. we did. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I you guys that, were playing, I was moshing. That's probably yeah. what it would have been. I think it was more of like a crowd surfer. Yeah, I I preferred like yeah. stage dives or oh, like yeah, you know. I mean, I had you know I had my scene kid moments for a little bit where I go out there and two step or like mm -hmm. do the stupid mosh dances and stuff like that. But picking up the pennies. Yeah. You know, eating the soup type shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think if any time I did any kind of moshing i was very intoxicated <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a few solid spin kicks in my uh That's in my cool. repertoire you know uh now will my body do it probably not oh yeah <laughs> Dude, i was sore after emo night jumping up and down you know I <laughs> Dude, right. definitely couldn't handle it now. there was a there was a moment where where like right when we first started like for addicted like the chorus comes in and i'm like uh and start jumping i'm like whoo i can't stay this <laughs> this is not gonna last for for 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way you you kicked my liquid death i had it on like the monitor and i think you just like kicked it off and i'm like <laughs> oh, i was shit. like talking to ty and then i looked and it was gone i was like damn oh dude. it was like talking about up front in the front yeah no what happened was i i went to go stand on the monitor but i didn't realize it wasn't uh, uh like strapped down yeah. so it went forward but, and i like caught myself like a but i can. think the i think the water Sorry, man. i don't think the water went i apologized <laughs> <laughs> I like looked at tired, talked to him, and then I like turned my head and went back. I'm like, dude, what the fuck just? Is happened? that why there was all that water <laughs> on the ground? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, what asshole spilled their drink? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm the asshole. It wasn't even mine. <clears throat> that was That's funny. <clears throat> all right, this is kind of a. Just, I mean, I don't know. Kind of just grabbing now, but uh, was sound was sound at shows better then or now? Hmm. Hmm. Shit. Okay. Three, two, one. Now. now. I think now. I think now. We've we've figured out how to make like low grungy guitars sound that's true. Crisp and clean. Like figured out miking technique. I feel like all my answers are gonna be now. <laughs> but <laughs> I was saying then, but I but as I'm thinking about it now. Cause I feel like I think I think I'm just I'm like pulling on like burner state shows. Yeah. Cause we're always like, yeah, is there a PA tonight? Shitty, is shitty there a PA tonight? Like, but I mean, how many shows did you go to where they're like, oh, the fuck is up? Yeah. You know, what the like, fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Denny's? Yeah, that's very true. I think, okay, I, I guess that, that does kind of come with like, if you play a, a venue, like an actual venue, sound is better now. Yeah. yeah if you're still, if you're playing little bars or like house party shows, then yeah, it, it was probably w way better back oh, then. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> All right. Band merch. Really Three, two, one. Then. then. <laughs> I'm going to say now. Yeah. 
But there's a caveat, there's a caveat to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the designs were way better then, but the quality of merch oh, is better yeah. now. Yeah, I see that. Like, and the the collabs and stuff like that. Like, you can get like a Carhartt Terror shirt yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that, or like a like they've they've become more fashion driven to where it's not just like a fucking Gildan shirt that's yeah. all yeah. itchy and big. Um, but the designs, <laughs> the designs were way better. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I feel like yeah, people, feel like people have gotten lazy with merch now. It's just. I mean, there's like shirts that I just remember or like hoodies. Um, Animosity had a dope one too back then. Um, it was like the full print too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like the like it or not one. That was dope. Yeah, man. I think there was some pretty sick stuff out there back then. <clears throat> I just remember like like before I realized what it was, just seeing everybody with like a lion shirt that had a Nike logo on it. I'm like, what the fuck Be is true that? To your and then crew. I figured out, I was like, oh, got it. <clears throat> it's when like youth crews and all that stuff was like so big. Were you guys in a crew? No. No. Never. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> he was. I was. <laughs> I was. Which one? Um, it was called My Brother's Keep. Huh? It's from Whittier. Yeah, man. Nice. We used to beef with like dudes from Downey. It was like the dumbest <laughs> thing. Wait, so if fights go down at the Green Turtle or whatever? Or yeah, it, uh, dude, I almost got dude. jumped at the Green Turtle one time. Oh, God. I, I played the, yeah, we, we played the Green Turtle once and nobody was there. And the dude uh, was like, well, it's because we're competing with Amir down the street. And I was like, well, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, like, oh, we Why are we doing this? Like, where was Amir playing at? I'm wondering. I don't know. In Whittier. Mm-hmm. But it, apparently it was the same night and it was like the tickets were the same price. Like, mm-hmm. I'd go see Amir too. Is <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> still going on? Yeah, is that show still happening? Do I have Can time? I make it? Do I have time? That's funny. <clears throat> That's funny. All right, last one. This is kind of a funny one. Because it feel it felt like an easy one for me, but as I've been thinking about it, it's, it's become harder. Ban demos, or just blow, or I'll just say unsigned band CDs. Uh, Are they better now or then? Okay. Three, two, one. Then, then. absolutely then. See, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know what it is like. So I definitely like a, a good quality recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I love a good quality recording. But for whatever reason. An old, like an older like I'm uh, there's a couple bands in San Diego that I had uh, like just sort of like demos from or EPs from and like those things I still feel like are they hit and they're fucking hard still. I think a big I think a big part of it was that um, like nowadays like now right everybody has access to some sort of recording software right mm-hmm. like you can make a full record on GarageBand yeah. right does that mean you can do it no. probably not right yeah, yeah but everybody can go like oh, I'll just program drums and I'll just pro- like amp sims and you know we'll just di everything and then get our vocalist in and record right um versus back then you we had to go to even if it was blue room like shout out Mm -hmm. to dustin which later became zombie studios like for what it was like the fact that we could go there and get a pretty decent like demo out of Mm -hmm. there like you know that was it it sounded good sonically Mm -hmm. um but like you had to go to somebody who knew what they were at least semi knew what they were doing yeah Otherwise, like you were just kind of fucked, you know, you, you couldn't put out a hardcore record from yeah. your bedroom back I, then. I feel like the, <clears throat> uh, the feeling, especially for like, if we're just going based on hardcore, I feel like for as crappy sounding as some of those older recordings are, I feel like you just get a lot more of the actual like vibe of the band, like mm. the live, the yeah. live sound yeah. of it. Like I feel like it comes across a little more, but anyway, so yeah. So that's that's it for that. <laughs> that's it for that little segment. Little segment. That, was fun. that was a good one. This is good, Mike. What else? What else you got over there in that producer bag of yours? Oh. <laughs> I'm 
I, I still have topics that we have from uh, there's a uh, oh I did have a question I I, I I got it for last week's but yeah. I didn't realize that it was in my message box rather as opposed to mm. them sending it in mm-hmm. uh, who wins in a fight between a bear and a gorilla oh shit thank you Kristen for this question <laughs> like oh, man biggest bear like, versus biggest gorilla one on one so like you're talking about like a silverback gorilla versus like a grizzly bear yeah. right I gotta go gorilla dude I think gorilla too I, I think gorilla, gorilla too yeah the, the one advantage is the bear has the claws yeah. yeah right the claws um and they'll just straight maul you but gorillas are fucking yeah. terrifying though like, they'll yeah they could like rip the limbs off you of see them. those videos of like gorillas like toying with people and just showing you like i'm stronger yes than you are Dude, yeah. just like and i think and i think mm-hmm. that's another key too like they're intelligent enough oh yeah to do yeah. that right like, like they're intelligent enough to fucking well apparently like uh gorillas are like they like rip your face off and shit like they tear you apart oh, Did, have you seen the video where they put a mirror like a, a yes. shatterproof mirror in the and he's ready basically to in the fuck jungle. up the mirror and this gorilla comes in and dude, he is like, he's seeing his reflection and he's thinking it's like, it's an opponent, right? Yeah. And he is like, dude, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like he's beating on his chest, and like slamming into the fucking mirror. Like, Fuck. I gotta pull the video up. It's, it's, yeah, it's so scary. Yeah, it <laughs> it's so scary. I don't, so I, I think a gorilla for sure. Yeah. Plus they got the, the grip, you know, yeah. like they could just latch on. You're screwed too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where do you go? Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you, no, oh, you gonna climb a tree? Yeah, <laughs> you just swim. Yeah, like, <laughs> like uh. um, did you see? Like, this is kind of like a random. Uh, now I don't know the full story, but apparently somebody was like mauled by a polar bear in a zoo because the lady jumped into the polar bear enclosure while they were feeding them. Jumping in, yeah. She, so she jumped into the polar bear enclosure while they were feeding and the bear like mauled her they they saved her she survived but she got fucking beat to hell by this polar bear <laughs> like like well why'd you jump <laughs> like what the hell and now that bear is probably dead because she made the dumbass decision uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's like that bear is not a vegetarian right that, that, yeah that that bear is not vegan <laughs> yeah that thing is used to like taking out strong fast seals in the, yeah. in the wild and like, right now it's the choice between like a live you know, killing or like, you're just going to hand me fish. Like, no, I'm going to go after this. You know, that's terrifying. (laughs) So we can can go into some of these. There's just, uh, just random questions, questions, topics that we've just had, have kind of sat on, um, any near death experiences. Mm. And, and if so, how did they change you? I don't know for me. I don't know if it was necessarily near death. But um, I had a moment where I was on my bike and this lady just turned left in front of me and motorcycle when he's motorcycle. Yeah. And so like I was riding and she just cut the left in front of me. But then instead of like going, she stopped because she saw me. And then so she just stops right in front of me. Right. right. So like I hit my brakes and I start to go down like one way. I was able to like right the bike back up, but then I started leaning the opposite way, like left. So mm-hmm. like my bike just basically went like from here to here. Ooh. And then I was able to save it, pull the bike up. And I literally stopped like right, for, right next to her car. Like had I not, like I would have hit her car, flipped over and yeah. gone over it. And I stopped and dude, I was like, like 
fucking just shit. And I was like, why the fuck did you stop? Why didn't yeah. you keep going? She's like, oh, I'm just like, she was oh, like freaking yeah, out. I was yeah. like, what the, dude, so it was like terrifying. And ever since then, I'm a little more cautious. A little more like, <laughs> but I don't know if I would have died, but definitely would have been some very, um, very rough injuries flipping over a car and mm-hmm. probably would have totaled the bike. Cause I was probably going like, 55 something like that oh yeah enough to like it would have caused damage to launch you yeah definitely yeah and i that's bad but i don't really wear gear so just a helmet but i don't have like the armor or anything like that so wow michael i've i've gotten a little bit better i bought a vest that does have the spine plate in it good so i've got that but yeah Whereas my cousin comes out and rides with us, he's got like fucking shin guards, knee knee pads, the whole shebang, the whole yeah. thing, like <laughs> armored jacket and shit. And I'm like, I t-shirt and Vans. I wonder if that. I wonder if this might change because you're in a relationship now. But like Gerald, he's got like a family, so he's like geared up. Geared up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did have a moment the other day where I was riding. I rode out to dinner, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I should probably, <laughs> I should probably be a little more safe when I'm like riding because <laughs> now there's somebody at home like yeah, that i'm like yeah. yeah i'll be home in a little bit and then just never come home type deal yeah. so and then martin is fucking using that to his advantage like hey man why don't you just you know get get rid of the bike and get a get a truck dude like get a 70s c10 you know every time i get something you end up getting something and i just bought <laughs> to sell camino so you can get it i'm like fuck martin it's a trap it's a trap it's a trap let's see um actually had i guess it's a near-death experience um in like what was it like october so um i i was i was at work right uh this was was when i was with budweiser um i was at an account and i ended up leaving uh i ended up leaving the account um i had a headache so i took like some advil or some leave it was a leave um i took two a leave and then i went to like mcdonald's to grab breakfast um so when I'm in line for McDonald's, I start feeling like super itchy and like it started like in my balls and I just like was scratching, but it was like, I could not relieve the pain. Like you're growing. Like yeah. I just couldn't stop it. And I started yeah. scratching and then, um, I started getting you know, like itchy all over my body. Um, it usually so, starts in like your, like, what is it? Like limbs? erogenous zones yeah. or whatever. Like it's all. Hot. So I felt it started scratching and then I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on? And then all of a sudden, like my neck started getting swollen. Ooh. So I'm like, dude, I think I'm having like an allergic reaction to something. And um, so I call my girlfriend, she's a nurse and I'm like, hey, I think I'm dying. <laughs> she's like, no, you're good, you're good. I'm like, no, like I'm having an allergic reaction. So um, I called my boss, I went to the ER. Um, I get there, I park and I'm on the phone with her like the whole time. Mm. Um, I park, I start, wa- I get out of the car and I'm fine. But once I start walking, I start getting super lightheaded. So I get to like the counter and I tell her, I think I'm about to faint. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'm having an allergic reaction. I'm going to faint. So I fucking fall down and I like hit my head or whatever. And like, they call it, like, they take me to, it was an urgent care. So they're like, yeah, dude, we can't fucking treat you here. So they had to take me to the ER. Luckily there was one next door. Um, so they had to like, give me like epinephrine and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah dude. So apparently I'm allergic to like, uh, NSAIDs. So like, um, anti-inflammatory medicine. So I can't take no like way. a leave and all that stuff anymore, dude. Wow. The other day, my girlfriend was like, I had a headache. I'm like, oh, can you get me something? She's like, oh, you want to leave? I'm all, like, come on, dude. Like, you, <laughs> you're, you're, a you're a nurse. You're a nurse. Really? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. But yeah, man. So I, I can't take a leave anymore. Um, is this I, a, is this like new, like a new yeah, onset so thing? Yeah, just, so it just happened. that I mean, I used to take a leave all the time. Yeah. I had it in my bag, and I just took it's it terrifying. randomly. Dude, right? Well, your allergies... Mm. 
like cycle like every seven yeah. years or something like that, right? Like so your body, you know, for for strong people, yeah, you're not allergic to anything, but other people like dude, like, it's wild. People have cat allergies and then they turn around, they're no longer allergic to cats and they have other allergies type mm. things. So they rotate. Yeah, so like I was in like the ER. She said I was singing like some random song. I think it was like Full House or something. She said I was singing the Full House song. And I was like, really? I don't remember that. And then I passed out like in the like on the bed for like a bit. And yeah, so now I carry like an EpiPen everywhere I go. Dude. Yeah, man. Wild. Shit. Allergies are no joke. No, they're not. Yeah, Thankfully, with my allergies, I've never had like a like anything like life threatening like that. Like you, I've had asthma, and I had like asthma attacks, but like, I don't ever feel like oh this could be. Yeah. But um, I've just always had just bad allergies, but that was kind of it. Um, I guess my near death, death experience, and then the change that came from it was just our accident, and I think yeah. that really that really forced I think everyone in our band to just mm. be like, uh, we need to take a break. Yeah. And we should be okay taking a break and kind of re-evaluating, um, you know, just stuff. And I think for me, like, I remember it was like a weird, I think we talked about this before, but I remember being on that last, like, European tour and just kind of having this, like, almost like an acceptance of, like, we may not come back here. Like, this might be it yeah. for us yeah. to come back out here. And I remember just kind of thinking, like, really, not that we never, like, took it for granted or didn't make the most of it, but I definitely had a mindset of like appreciation and just enjoying it for, you know, for what it was. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I think with, I think had the accident not happened, I feel like we would have had like a really ugly, like breakup as a band. Like it would have gotten mm-hmm. real heated. Yeah. Cause and everybody's just kind of burnt yeah. out. Yeah. Cause we were already on edge. Martin had already quit once, yeah. you know? Um, so I think that was good. I think it was good for us to kind of just, you know, re- rethink things and, yeah. you know, realizing there's some things we want to do. And, uh, that was the first time for me where I was just like, you know, the, what I was able to step back and be like, what's been keeping me in this band as long as it was, was I was able to help. And I felt like we were yeah. doing that. And then I remember thinking like, I can still do this and something else. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, it's just not, I, this isn't my only way to help. It's the most fun way to help. But it's not the only way. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, well, shit, man. Uh, let's, uh, Let's let's go ahead and say this. Like, if you are not yet, make sure to check out at Walking Blind Pod on uh, Instagram, uh, on YouTube, on TikTok, which Mike never updates anymore <laughs> with his sing song stuff. <clears throat> uh, Walking Blind Pod at gmail.com. Make sure you check out Liquid Death. Uh, do you want to plug yeah. any of your socials? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, at Rawl X Dog with two G's. D A W G G, I believe. R A W L X D A. I don't know. We'll post it later. Guys. Yeah, we'll post it. We'll <laughs> it Basically, if especially since since this has all been going down, if you see any uh, posts that we do from at least from Instagram, we probably have. You probably have him tagged we'll on there. Tagged. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, probably. <clears throat> um, and then uh, we are also, like I said before, if you want to check like the. Uh, the uh, description on the show, we are going to put like the GoFundMe account on there. I know that um, I know that like the you know, the funeral is done, but there's still other ways that you can help the family out for that as well. Um, and then you know we'll also put the Burner State information on there too. So oh, yeah. you know this will this will be out before Friday. So you know we'll check that out. Um, yeah, man, it was fun, dude. Thank you for thank you for coming out and doing yeah, this. Awesome. This was really fun. Yeah, I appreciate you doing Thanks, this, guys. dude. <clears throat> um, we will uh, see you guys next week. 
Mm-hmm. We love you guys. We're going to have him back another time because, yeah. you know, it's fun. It was fun, man. Appreciate it, guys. Later. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.